Welcome back to Two Brits Spill the Tea. I'm Liam. And I'm Andy. And this week we've got Beverly Hills Season 10, Episode 8 and New York Season 12, Episode 10. But first of all, just a small apology for last week. I had a bit of a sore throat, so we've uh, skipped a bit of a week, so I'm sorry. Oh, it's okay. We skipped a week. You you had a sore throat. Um, I rolled my ankle. <laughs> <laughs> we were both a little bit unable to record. Me, not so much, because I was just sat there doing absolutely nothing. Um, but I think it probably wouldn't have been the easiest thing for you to talk for a solid hour or however long we take to record these things, would it? <laughs> Definitely not. So it's a, a week off was appreciated. Yes, definitely. But we, we're not going to recap last week because we feel that would just take way too long in the podcast. But what we'll do is we'll interweave some of the things that kind of link over because luckily they were both cast trips. Um, not the big cast trips, but like the small ones. And they kind of carried on through these episodes anyway. So it's quite a nice little transition, isn't it, really, in that respect? Yeah. Um, so shall we start off with Real Housewives of Beverly Hills? So we have Beverly Hills and thing at the beginning was Garcelle's event, wasn't it? Yeah, so she got honoured for all the work that she did at the um the Was it the LA kitchen. mission? Yeah, that's it. Yeah. I think that looks so fun and like I think such a good thing to do as well for charity. Yeah, I think it sets a good kind of precedence of for our kids and a good role model. And I've always said that I think she'll be like she's a great mum. Like, Definitely. I li- <laughs> did you like the moment where she had that um Diamante uh, headband on and her son was like is that real on your forehead and she was like shut up <laughs> I was like oh yes he is a child after my own heart <laughs> it just <laughs> he makes me laugh a little bit where kind of all going to these events that cost like tens of hundreds of thousands of pounds to put on and it's all for and like to do it on charity it makes laugh so much they're wearing like <laughs> it's a bit yeah 20,000 pound necklaces and stuff like that <laughs> I guess it's a little bit backwards, but we had some interesting outfits. I don't know what you thought about Teddy's, if you can remember, but she had that like silver dress on. And I know maternity clothes are never going to be the best because obviously we have to accommodate a bump. But the way it was like ruching around her bump, I was like, you just look like you're bulging out of tin foil. That's all I could think of. I kept of. thinking it was going to ride up and she'd have to constantly keep yeah. pulling it down. It was quite short, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. But she's, yeah. she can pull it off. She- she can pull it off. That's kind of her look, isn't it? She's kind of got, she's the sequin, shiny girl. That's what I always think whenever she gets dressed up. Um, and then had Rina in another hot pink outfit. She's she's loving the hot pink this year. Yeah, she's definitely on the pink trend. Definitely, definitely. So I didn't realise, and again, I'm so naive to this, but Garcelle's actually quite a big deal <laughs> to get honoured at this sort of stuff. Well, I think, well, yeah, but I'm, I'm still surprised that like we don't really, we've never really heard of her. But you get some quite big stars on Beverly Hills. Like you think Denise Richards is quite a big name. Yeah, I'm sure maybe Lisa it's just we Rina don't, is we, as well. Like in America, I guess. Yeah, Rina was, and then even Eileen Davidson was a big one as well back in the day. You know when she was on. So maybe it's just because we don't live over there, we're not aware of these people as much. Yeah, probably in a situation. Um, what did you think about her speech then? I liked it up until when she really dug in for Kyle. I thought that was just not called for. Yeah, did she say something like, um, I want to thank my family, and then I want to thank my new best friends, some of them not so much. And, and I thought, at Kyle. <laughs> I just thought, it's a bit fucking weird to do that in a speech, like, especially in front of a charity, like, you can completely say it afterwards, but to say it out there, that's odd. Especially when you're saying mean? it about someone who's made an effort to come to your event. Yeah, well, I read on... Um, 
Instagram because Kyle tweeted that actually she was one of the only ones who ever invited Garcelle round to her house to get to know her. Yeah. Um, and they kind of did like a little clip of that, didn't they, where they were sat in cars house and I think Garcelle had like a fen- Fendi jumper on. But I was like, oh, that's a bit odd. But I guess it's just the vibe, isn't it? It's always the biggest thing. Someone could put the F in, but if you're not vibing with someone, you'll probably just never feel that it was a worthy effort. They all seem to have beef with Kyle, but do you think? Yeah, it does feel like that. It's almost like Kyle is the one. And I really, really hope that she doesn't like quit after this season if they keep going at her. Yeah, no, I don't think she will because I think it keeps her relevant. <laughs> because <laughs> that Halloween movie's not keeping her relevant enough, is it? <laughs> but if you think that like LVP's got Vanderpump rules to keep her out there, and, and I can tell you for a fact if that show didn't exist, she wouldn't have left. Well, that's true, but do you, well, on a weird side note, do you think Vanderpump Rules is going to come back? Because the way that season finale was, it almost sounded like it was ending. I think it will come back, maybe even just for one more season, but they need to split it into like two into two seasons, like a Vanderpump Rules OGs and then like a Vanderpump Rules pasta eating program. <laughs> just, 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 just Charlie yeah. not wanting to eat some pasta. Uh, yeah, so that was kind of off that tangent. And then weirdly afterwards, they obviously all um, chilled and they had like a couple of drinks in the back and um, we saw Erica and Sutton both had matching Cartier rings and I was like, oh, so jealous. They're so expensive <laughs> then, aren't they? They're a fortune. They're, are they? I don't know exactly how much the um, costing is. I'm sure you'll... I think you, they're more than 50k. The for me. I think they're more than 50k, definitely. Ooh. I mean, here's me wanting a Cartier Love Band and having a concern about that cost price and then there's this. <laughs> um, but yeah, that was like a really weird one because then again, it felt like they were going for Kyle again and it was really awkward, wasn't yeah. it, throughout that entire little scene? Uh, yeah. It was very I odd. think it was just... the best. I must admit that the best thing about that is when Sutton said to... Um... Who was it? Was it to Did she say, like, I'll be... I can't remember her exact words, but she was basically saying that like, I'll be your best friend. <laughs> yeah, because I, th- I, th- I thought she was going to come up with something really serious. Yeah. <laughs> and then she just came out with that. I was like, do you know what? I'm living for this certain. Like, I hated her. Now I love her. I, I, do you know what? I'm with you on that train. I hated her because, I guess because she was a newbie and because she was a little bit different to their wives that they've got on there. So I was instantly like, no, she's not going to fit in. And then actually, she's almost a little bit crazy, but good crazy. And they yeah, needed that. Definitely. Which is a nice so I've, j- I've just Googled how much the ring is. Have a guess. Oh, goodness. Oh, okay, so we're going to do it in pounds. Okay, so we yeah. don't have to do a conversion. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll start off on the bounding of £50,000, like you said then. Okay, £157,000. <gasps> oh, my. I can't even compute how many zeros that is. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, it is pretty, though, isn't it? And, like, you'd never, ever, ever let that go out of your collection if you own that. I don't know if it's worth that much. But if you can afford that, then it doesn't really matter, does it? Can you imagine if, like, um, I know this sounds really silly, but if, if, if it fits your finger perfectly, and then, like, you either got fat or got skinny, and your, your, your finger, like, lost or gained weight, <laughs> and, and, and it doesn't fit, and you'd be like, I can't even get this resized, because it's not like a, a band, is it? Like a wedding no. band. It's like an ornate piece. Um, but especially if you got skinny, imagine if you were walking, it just fell off and you didn't realise. Oh, that... Yeah, that can you imagine just like just an emerald dropping out of the floor or something? I mean, if it was that, I'd hope I'd be behind it because I'd definitely catch it and take it and run. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, may not, I may not take any of Sutton's weird picture, outfits, but I'll definitely take that Cartier ring from her. Um, so, yeah, so that was kind of about Denise kind of coming for like a little bit and going straight away without really <sighs> saying much. 
I just, I'm not surprised. <laughs> I feel like she is busy and I completely understand that. And obviously she's recording. What is she recording? Is it, is it The Bold and the Beautiful? I can't, I can't remember. I think it's that one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but she's recording for that. But I'm always like, why bother showing up? But I guess that is a very Hollywood style, isn't it? Like you're working flat out and these are the events that you kind of have to go to because it's what keeps you in the limelight, doesn't it? As well as showing stuff. Well, as well, like the Real Housewives is a job as well. So, like, if you yeah. can't dedicate time to it, then don't do it. Yeah. Well, she 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 just left, didn't she? She didn't even say anything. <laughs> Too cold, to be honest yeah. with you. Um, which is kind of what happens at the barbecue, isn't it? But she stayed and had a bit of a conversation, which is quite nice. <laughs> um, so the barbecue, we can't really call. I can't call that a barbecue because there was not one barbecue in sight. If I'm honest no, with you. but she did admit that it was because Mauricio was out at a game. That's why she couldn't barbecue. But. Are you telling me they didn't know that he was at the game in advance, though? Oh, my God. He definitely knew he was going in. Definitely not a barbecue, but she didn't want to be too upper class about it. Do you know who I thought? Do you know what I thought, though? Who should have catered the event? Who? (laughs) Um, (laughs) You can do it in your lovely Italian accent. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) That would have been freaking hilarious if they catered the event. (laughs) Because I did a bit of research on um, Bucca de Pepe, and um, I had the expectation it was like you ordered food and it was just like Italian food, you know, like a normal restaurant. But actually, it's like family style. So you can choose like a small or large portion, it looks like, and it goes into the middle of the table and you kind of all share it. Okay. I went to somewhere like that in Vegas. Oh, did you? Was it fun? Yeah, you ordered like one thing to share. Basically, and the problem is, I like a lot of little things when I'm eating, so I kind of be like, um, How many of these large plates can we order? and they'll be like, As many as you want. I'd be like, But I can't eat that much food. <laughs> um, it's a situation, but yeah, I just thought, Oh, instead of a Mexican person doing um quesadillas, you know, because that food looked great as well, then actually, Buca de Pepe could have been her little plug. I mean, I could have definitely really... eaten everything at Carol's barbecue. Oh, the minute I heard quesadilla, I was like, Yes, please, <laughs> yeah, double portions. Um, so, did you see Kyle um, parading around in her Shahida gown? Of course. Yes, I did. I'm glad you noticed it. <laughs> I, I saw it and I was like, I guarantee that's a Shahida Prince gown. With <laughs> it's <laughs> so funny, that. though, when you talk about like Beverly Hills casual. Because it is so true. <laughs> It is very true, and I love how Denise genuinely does Beverly Hills casual. Oh, no, sorry, not Beverly Hills. She does casual. She does wear t shirts. She does Malibu casual. Uh, well, but wasn't Camille from Malibu, and I don't think Malibu casual for her was the same thing as well. Um, but yeah, they just they dress up, and I kind of live for it. I must I admit, if happen. I was going to be on TV recording, like I think I would probably make more of an effort. A hundred percent, regardless of the event, I think you'd always dress up because you. The thing is, that was filmed like I'm sure they said like eleven days after um, Garcelle's event there wasn't anything in the middle and it was kind of dropped into conversation. And if you think about that, you kind of know then that although it's only a, I'm doing quote marks, a barbecue, you know that it's being filmed though. And if it hasn't, if you haven't filmed like a big thing for 11 days, that's going to be shown, then you kind of know you need to dress up a little bit because you're going to be on TV big. Yeah. I must admit that I think probably a lot of women will probably respect her for not dressing up and not doing that and thinking, well, I agree. Keeping to keeping her, I guess keeping to what she is. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. Not changing who she is for the show or anything. 
Yeah, although Denise, um, Denise, sorry, I keep saying that, Dorit had that weird, like, outfit on, and then didn't someone say, oh, I love it? She was like, it's Chanel. I was like, that doesn't even look Chanel. Like, it's clearly a a runway Chanel piece. It looked like the things that you put your, like, underwear in, in the washing machine to protect them. Uh, Those, like, um, I don't know how to write, like, netting thing, isn't it, to hold it all together? (laughs) Yeah. It looked like something that would be sold from Beverly Beach. That's what I bought. Like, yeah. <laughs> the plugged a bit harder there. <laughs> um, so Sutton brought her boyfriend, and I thought that was interesting when she was saying, did they meet on Match.com? Yeah, Match.com. I thought it was a little bit... I mean, I'm sure she's going to look back at that clip, but she said when she went on Match.com, she was really concerned she was going to be sold to the sex slave. <laughs> slavery. And I was like... But I can imagine that was like, a natural, true thing for people who are quite wealthy women to think that in a way because <laughs> you're so narrow-minded and let's at least on it, match.com you pay to, you, well i guess because you paid to go on it don't you so she probably even had more reservations of like oh okay it's not like tinder it's supposed to be like quite a high level dating website or dating app for like celebrities that they oh, paid quite okay. a lot of money for do, do, do you want to find it for me because i'll have to join <laughs> you have to be a celebrity to join it Oh, okay. Well, that, that's me out the window then, isn't it? Really? Yeah, a little not celebrity. Just, uh, d- yeah, it's not really going to be the same thing, is it? <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, who knows? Maybe one day life can change. Not joking. Um, so we kind of, um, kind of, they're all sat around that table, which I thought looked really pretty. Although I'm not a fan of comfortable sat down on the floor eating food. Not going to lie. Well, I was thinking this, so like being sat that low down, you know how I said earlier that I rolled my ankle. It was all because I was sat down and I got pins and needles. So when I got up, I fell over, which is really embarrassing. <laughs> but I fell over and rolled my ankle. So I was kind of like, I don't think those chairs would help me because I definitely like, I wouldn't be chasing after Denise when she ran out because I'm, I'm probably going to to walk. <laughs> um, but they did look comfortable. They did look nice. And I liked the little teepee tent as well, which I thought was cute. Yeah. And so what did you think about her? Um... Denise not bringing her kids around? Did you think that it was a genuine don't want to bring them around just in case they get offended by anything I say? Or do you think it was a case of I don't want my kids around you? I'm falling into the latter. I think it's she didn't want to bring her kids around them. Um, because she kind of openly admitted that in my eyes, where she said, originally she was like, oh, they're all at sleepovers. And then we've got Eloise looked after. And then she kind of was like, mm, it's half half later on. What was your thought on it? Yeah, I think it's she didn't want them around her. But I think it was a bit of a kind of, it would have been easier to bring them. Yeah, it would have created less drama, of course, as we know for a TV show, but it would have been easier just to bring them, because let's be real, they would have just ran off with the other kids. Well, not ran off, because I know they're not as young as, like, Jagger and stuff like that, but they still would have probably played with the kids, wouldn't they, like Portia was doing? Yeah, exactly. Like so I think it was a bit of a dick move, but I guess if you've been... I also thought... Sorry. Go on. I was saying, I guess no, if you've been criticised for having your kids at an event, I think I'd be a bit kind of, well, actually, well, if you're going to complain that they're there, then I won't bring them next time, won't there? Yeah, I, I think she did almost what every mother would do, which was kind of be quite protective of her children. And because she'd experienced one bad thing with it, which was obviously the recent conversation, she almost did the whole like, right, I'm going into mother bear approach now and I'm not going to bring my kids around this, which I don't think there's anything wrong with it, personally, but in light of this group, it obviously isn't great. But I did think it was weird, though, that she swore really heavily and Phoenix was there. And I was like, it's a bit hypocritical, though, isn't it? I know it's not the same thing as a threesome, but still. But still, it's still quite not you know, not the right thing to be saying around the little kid. 
I'm not gonna lie though, when she swore, I just wanted because I love Dorit's accent. I don't know what's wrong with me because it's like some weird British accent like we have. <laughs> and all I could hear was, okay, baby love, I'm going to wipe your hands. And I was like, oh, I was like, drown out Dorita's audio. Someone cut off her mic. I want to hear the rest of this conversation. That's what I live for. I love listening to Dorit's Insta stories because I just get to hear her accent all the time. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I thought that was odd. And then Aaron getting involved. Jesus, who gave him another, a diamond in his hand? Oh, Is he trying to get... I know. I think, who was it that was saying, you know, when the, the husband shouldn't get involved? Like, yeah, I can't remember who said that, but to create their own little bit of drama, just leave them to it. Yeah, and I completely get he was doing again what a respectful husband would do, which would be back his wife up when something's going off. But I'm like, Aaron, you know, you're on a TV show, mate. (laughs) You know, this isn't the way it goes at this show. You've just got to sit there and shut up. That's why you sat on the end of the table, like Kyle's friends were, and she didn't even have a mic back on. That's why they had to put subtitles on when she spoke. You know, like, you're not part of it. Yeah, you're not a part of it. You're just to look pretty. Just shut up. But it was the whole fact about... The thing that shocked me more is when he really... Like, when they were walking away, did you hear what he said? Ooh, was that the bit where he said... Um, she said, don't say anything, we're on camera. And, he was like, and then you could hear him saying it under his breath because it was like he was stifling. He was like, don't tell me what to say. I'll fucking crush your hand or something. Yeah, I think that was... I would be... I'd hate it if I was him right now because I'd understand. I bet he didn't realise that he was on camera or being filmed or mic'd. I think I think the biggest thing is is once you're mic'd, I think any sound gets picked up. Yeah, that's the thing, and they can isolate. You know, producers can isolate your mic so they can pick it up. And although he thought he was muttering under his breath, you've got a mic pack on you, which is going to elevate that sound even more. And yeah, I can imagine he's probably a little bit gutted yeah. with that comment. Um, I, I hope it's think- not a reflection. Of real life. I honestly think that this will be the last season that she's part of. Well, she does say that for next week, doesn't she, where she said, Bravo's got a fucking choice. Um, if they want me to come back on, they won't show it. Yeah. So I feel like they're wiping her out. But I did think it was funny when he got up, he kept coming out with these weird, like, quotes that he always does. And one of his weird ones was, when people win, people also engage because they want to see how you won. And I was like okay, that's just a weird thing for you to say. But when he got up and he said, look in the mirror, and Erica, <laughs> in her confessional words, honey, I'm looking in the mirror, and I likewise. <laughs> oh, I was so like, oh, Erica. Did you think it was weird that Rina wasn't there, though? Because she genuinely exited the table really early <laughs> at the situation. She loves a bit of drama as well, so I'm surprised that she like ran off and she was like not getting involved in this crazy bullshit. Although, because this episode's been to be continued, obviously, with them all running out, there's that clip, isn't there, that we saw in the trailer where Lee, Rina does run after them, and then she goes, what happened, what happened? And that's when Denise says, they'll fill you in, and that's when she leaves. Yeah. So, I guess that's kind of what happens. But how would you, what did you think about the fact that they were all chasing after her? She was walking out. I thought uh, it really I'd have just been like, it was literally like she had a little mob following her. I'd have just been Who was like, it? Kyle followed her, didn't Kyle, she? Sutton. Dorit as well. And Sutton. And, and so, yeah, because Sutton couldn't get out because Kyle was sad. <laughs> and she was like, just like, if I could get out, I'd go. I and Kyle was girl. like, <laughs> <laughs> That was our attempt at a Sutton accent. It probably wasn't very good. No, um, sorry. And then Kyle yeah, probably everyone. <laughs> but, then, um, but I remember Kyle just looked at her like, why do you want to get out? <laughs> and then, 
<laughs> and then I bet someone was like in their ear, like, can you please just both go and run after her? It would look so much better for TV. <laughs> and then Kyle, I can imagine she was like, oh, for God's sake, I've got to lift get this up, shit. I've got to go and got to get my legs <laughs> yeah. working and stretch my legs and yeah. do, a, do a squat. Do you know what I think is really odd about Sutton? She's got the slimmest legs I've seen in my entire life. Like, they are so slim. <laughs> Can't say I noticed that. We're going to have to start noticing for the rest of the episodes when she wears these shorts. Because I was like, they're so slim. And then, like, it just, I don't know, she looks a bit like a lollipop sometimes because they're so skinny. But yeah, they were all running after her. And then we get a to be continued, which I hate a to be continued. They really piss me off. I know, but next week is going to be good. I think it'll love quite a bit of drama next week. Well, we also got the mid-season trailer. Yeah, we did. Which was exciting. So um, I counted off, obviously, Kim was there yep. in her little moment. Uh, Camille. Yeah. Did she want Lisa Rinner a dickhead or something like that? Or did I completely... Yeah, and it's um, <laughs> Faye Resnick was there. Faye Resnick's there. And then we got Brandy as well. Yeah, because we she, she slapped there. her on the ass, didn't she? She slapped yeah. um, Denise on the ass, <laughs> And then that's when it all comes out about the lesbian affair. I just... I just... I just love the editing of these things because it's like Brandy at that lunch and she's like, me and Denise um, had a thing and then it quickly cuts to her slapping her on the arse and Denise going, Brandy! <laughs> like that. And then it cuts back to the lunch going, we, we fucked. And I was like, oh, I just love the editing. It's just such a great piece together of stuff, isn't it, really? <laughs> yeah. um, but I'm so excited. Like, I feel like now, this season has been so good in my eyes up until now, but I now feel like we're ready for the like the ramping up a gear. Yeah. Like, we've done the setting the scene, and now we're going to go for the all hell, all hell breaks loose. Yeah, and it's taken a bit of time to get here, because I thought we'd get here a lot sooner. See, I didn't think that, because I just always know that Beverly Hills is a bit slower. Hmm. I guess. But we are here now, and that's the most important thing. Yeah. Oh, I can't wait. I'm no, excited. It'll be a good episode next week, so uh, yeah, looking forward to it. Awesome. Okay, cool. Shall we jump on to New York? Yep, New York. Let's do it. Okay, so Roni, Roni, Roni. So we are continuing in Newport, aren't we? Yeah. Little trip. New York. The most <laughs> crazy, crazy ass <laughs> franchise that is currently available in 2020. It's just, it's just mental. I can't oh, even it describe is just it. absolutely crazy, Liam. Like I've never known that... a group of women act so immature, stupid, ridiculous, and need to smash their heads together and then chuck some <laughs> ravioli in between. <laughs> I'm going to start holding pumpkins against my head like Sonia Morgan just like at my moment but I just watched that whole dinner and I actually had to re-watch it because I just couldn't keep up with what was going on I was like this is insane um, it was but I guess just before that just before that we obviously got Leah's sister arrive yeah, so um, Leah's sister. I thought she was the exact spit image of Leah but with black hair See, do you know what? I'm really shit at this game. Everyone always does it with me. They're like, oh, do you think my child, who does the child look like? I'm like, like a child? <laughs> I, can't, <laughs> I can't ever do the whole connection of people. But I, I'll, I'll let you have the moment of she looks like Leah because I won't be able to partake in that. <laughs> I think as well, I do think Elise becomes a bit more prominent from this episode onwards, do you think? Yeah. Do you think this must have been the bit where she started to obviously get invited to more things? So she probably thought, I better start bringing it because I'm getting paid now. It's <laughs> opposed yeah. to being but at a networking event. Like she's the most normal one out of them now? Yeah, she was very normal because I think when Leah um, 
uh, this is all before the dinner, wasn't it? It's when they were still just um, drinking. And when Leah said something, you know, about how her behaviour was a little bit crazy and she felt like Elise was judging her. And then Elise just instantly went like, do you know what? That is the way you are. And I'm really sorry. Yeah. And then moved on. Yeah. And I was like, that's that's how you handle things yeah. <laughs> in life, um, which was nice. But when they when Leah's sister arrived, everyone kind of got up in some form and said hello, whether it was a handshake, an air kiss, or just hello. Apart Sonia from just sat there. <laughs> <laughs> she was just Sonia the was really person, pizza. just like looked across, was like, oh, hi. And like, that was it. Uh, she she clearly knew she was bitter from the evening before, wasn't she? With the tea, um, not tea talk, just where Leah went absolutely mental last episode. And I was like, if Ramona's got over it, Sonia, you just need to fucking get over it because this isn't even your battle. Yeah, that's the thing. The shit they've all done before has been way worse than anything Leah's done. Do you know what I thought was also funny? Do you remember the other episode um, of our podcast? We were saying that whenever they go to the um, what do they call it? Not the Upper East Side. What do they call it? Oh, I can't when they go down, down, down in New York. <laughs> yeah, we'll call it down south. Um, but when they go there, they're always like, oh, it's really hard work. And they asked me, a sister, where are you from? And she was like, Brooklyn, Brooklyn, Williamsburg. And then Dorinda was saying that weird story of how she thinks they should get a hotel with Anna <laughs> to go down. So I quickly, in it's the episode, I was like, do you know how many miles it is? I actually asked Google to tell me how far the Upper East Side is to Williamsburg. It's like three miles. Okay, a bit more. 7.3 miles in a car. <laughs> <laughs> Andy, it takes me like 40 miles to get to you, and I happily do it because it takes 45 minutes. Do you know what I mean? It's just so different, isn't it? Such a different mentality. I think anyone that's like Manhattan is just encased in this little bubble. Anything yeah. apart from that little bubble, it just seems to be like foreign. Very, very clearly, because that's why she wanted to get a hotel in Brooklyn <laughs> to counteract that. Um, so, yes, what do we get into? So we get into the dinner, don't we, after this? Yeah, so right. it's the whole, um, whether you go to the restaurant that, um, what's her name, Tinsley sets up, and Ramona yeah, and Sonia, and, and, and um, they're all at the bar with Luann flirting. Oh. <laughs> I mean, considering this is Tinsley's friend's place, they did. no one seemed to know who she was when she walked in. They were like, they're like, hello. <laughs> I, was, I was like, um, she knows people. Surely you should... <laughs> she needs a free drink right now. Well, she just needs free everything. But I, I, okay, we probably need to dissect this in like a logical pattern, don't we? Because it's just too much to go on. So, shall we start off at the bar then with Ramona flirting? Yeah. So, but the thing is, like, Ramona does this every time. It's kind of a given. But not yeah. everyone goes with her. Usually, it's just Ramona. She'll meander around the audience. Uh, so, not the audience. The um, the people, the men, the men um, and kind of just like flirt a little bit. She does that all the time. That's just Ramona. But the fact that there was Sonia was part of it. Luan, not so much. Luan was ordering drinks, I think. Um, yeah, she was trying to get, which I thought was weird that they had to go to the bar to get a drink. I was like, just sit down and order your drinks at the table. Yeah. And I do get it in a way that it was, they were getting really out of hand. They'd obviously been drinking really beforehand or something, because that's the only reasonable explanation for how... But that man was engaged. That was the crazy thing. He was engaged. Well, yeah. And I was like... And Tinsley kept saying it. You're doing this to a man that's engaged. Like, stop it. Like, his wife-to-be would not first... be happy. Yeah, she was the first one to say, your fiancé would not be happy with this. And he kind of looked at her really, like, dirtily, didn't he? And that's when later Leah said the same thing. And that's when he was like, oh, it's not my fucking problem. It's your problem. And just stormed off. Exactly. Which I thought was crazy. Um, but yeah, so they it just went. 
honestly, I, I struggle to compute this episode sometimes, but it just went south when everyone got involved. It was all flirty. What do you think about Tinsy, though, being really obsessed with everyone sitting down? The thing is, I must admit, if it's your friend's restaurant or someone that you know and it's your dinner, then you, you're there to enjoy each other's company and have nice food and drinks. So I think she just she just wanted to get everyone to sit down just to calm everyone down a bit. Especially because it was getting loud, wasn't it, at the bar and people were looking at her. There was a, did you see the little old lady in the back who I think was sat on her, by herself at a table and she constantly just was looking over? Like, My favourite moment was shit? when there was that guy sipping his cocktail in the background. <gasps> With his martini. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, that he does. And... <laughs> I read on um, Instagram, someone's found who he was and then messaged him and was like, how mental was that night? We need to know. And he was like, it was mental. It was crazy. And then she was like, you... <laughs> the, girl, the, the girl who messaged him was like, you could just be the new friend of because you're so famous now. <laughs> I was like, I, I was like, please do. It'd be freaking hilarious. We need a male friend of sometimes. It has always been a female. Um, but yeah, I agree with Tinsley wanting them to sit down because I think she wanted them to calm down. And I just think it was rude that they didn't respect her. Like, she was asking a very simple thing. That's all she was asking. Yeah. And they just shut down. Yeah. No, absolutely. Um, I think it was... But... They could have been a bit more... Um, they could have had a bit more grace about them, should we say. Yeah. My, my other favourite part was when the waiter came over to tell them the specials. And... <laughs> He was going through them, and Dorinda was like, "Sorry, what's your name?" And he was like, "Sean." And she was like, "I'm Dorinda Medley." <laughs> <laughs> no one cares, Dorinda. I was like, "Dorinda, shut up! You're so drunk." And then he, and then he, he was like, "I'll just continue." And she was like, "Can you just wait for more people to come back?" And then I think he eventually got the idea, like, just piss off out of the shop. Yeah. And then he, I think he said, like, "I'll come back and I'll continue my speech later." <laughs> <laughs> But she was drunk, wasn't she, Dorinda? Like, she, she does that slurring. I can't describe it any other way, but she slurs when she gets really drunk. Yeah, no, she doesn't. It's just a little bit like, oh. What was she talking about to Elise? I couldn't even keep up because there was so much of oh, the voice. I no idea. I was so distracted by about 25 different things at once on that scene. <laughs> I didn't know where to look. I, I think she was talking about sex, though. That was the thing. It was something quite, like, crazy. And I was like, oh, my God, calm down with your ugly Gucci jacket on that you've got. Like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you go back to the hotel, Dorinda. <laughs> that that jacket was awful. I'm not gonna lie. I didn't hate it. I must have like I didn't hate it, but I thought okay. It, she does have a lot of Gucci, doesn't she? She loves the Gucci, and she never really brings her Birkins out much. She carries them, but she doesn't bring them. I just remember her wearing like... this pink cashmere Gucci jumper. That's like that's when I think of Dorinda. <gasps> that's what. Oh, is it the one that's like it's the interlocking GG and it's like gold printed yeah. and it's all over it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think she had one on when they were in Newport when Leah's sister arrived, but it was a blue one. Oh, okay, and it said GG all over it as well. Clearly, Gucci is sponsoring her as much as Chanel is sponsoring Dorit. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> Some weird. <laughs> um. So then they all get to the table, don't they? And it kind of all just goes a little bit mental, doesn't it? Like, the, you had... Ra- Ramona was trying to choke herself with the corn on the table because she was because <laughs> she was that upset with, like, Leah. I love Ramona when she gets upset. She gets really angry and starts crying at the same time. Like, it's a weird mix, isn't it? Yeah, it's just a bit weird. Did you see it when um, Luan burned the... Um, she set fire to... Corn. I was like, "What are you doing, woman? Like that is that is not to be set on fire." 
I was like, that is not sage. That's not going to like sage the room out. And also, what the fuck is wrong with you? Because she was drinking that night because she had some wine with Dorinda. So she obviously had a couple of drinks as well. But that was crazy. Then we had Sonia grabbing the pumpkins off the table and putting them on her ears going, this is the worst dinner party ever. And I was like, because you're so drunk. That's why. That's why. It's kind of you. And then... then we had the ravioli moment. <laughs> what, what's your thoughts on kind of someone chucking food? Okay, so I think the, the reason Leah did it, isn't it? Because they were so rude to her sister. They were horrible to her. Like, they ignored her. They wouldn't even look at her and stuff like that. But throwing food at someone, to me, is a little bit too... Yeah, no, I think I don't if you'd have thrown a napkin or something, then that would have been more... Yes acceptable I want to say but I think throwing food at Even, someone is just not not right, the right thing to do and I love how Ramon did flinch she's just there touch child <laughs> just stuck to her face and on the top <laughs> I had to I, I re- rewinded that that clip so many times because I needed to see the ravioli throw because there was no like sound effects normally like they add a sound effect like do you remember um when Ramona threw that glass at Kristen Tatum yep. in the water. And it was only... On this episode. Yes! Yes, yes, the recap. And she threw it, and it was only a plastic cup. That's why it only chipped a lip lightly. But they made it sound as if it was, like, worse yeah. with the sound effect. And I was like, where's the sound effect for, like, a ravioli of, like... <laughs> it's or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, noise. That noise is so horrible to ever do that again. <laughs> but... Yeah, I don't think throwing food's good, but I loved Ramona. She just sat there and she had fucking ravioli on her I face. Know. And I was like... <laughs> so then after that, then we had the whole reset, reignite, repatriate. What was it called? <laughs> I honestly can't. I, I was going to write it down and then I was like, I can't even record it. Was it something like reset, relate? It, it was three R's anyway, and it was a weird excuse to bring them all together, wasn't it, really? Um, Here's the question. Who looked the best? That's what I wanted to ask. I did... I don't know if I liked it the best, but I actually did quite like how Tinsley looked. Mm-hmm. I liked Tinsley's outfit. It was cute. She didn't really follow the tea party vibe, did she, really? No. But she, she looked great. I liked Leah. I loved her, like, the white look. It looked great. Yeah, no, Leah did look good. She looked a lot older. Like she, it, I thought it was a bit frumpy, if anything, not going to lie. Well, she's around some older ladies, though, isn't she? So she's probably trying to <laughs> dress, dress to her uh, counterpart in that one. Um, so my favourite part of that, before we get to the whole, like, Dorinda-Tinsley argument, was I love those flashback moments of, like, them all going crazy. Yeah. Or just like... So what were the moments? We had um, Ramona throwing the glass at Kristen. Yeah, we had um, Luanne saying to the cop, I'll fucking kill you. Um <laughs> Honestly, that was a great one. Um, what was Dorinda's? I can't even remember what hers was. Oh, clip. Hers was clip, wasn't it? Where she was like, um, where they're in that pizza place, and she was like, hostess with the and she hostess, was like, and she's like pointing to her. <laughs> <laughs> and that's in the iconic clip. <laughs> was that her first season? <laughs> no, I think that was like her second because she actually joined the season that. Heather Thompson was still in, so I think ah, that was okay. which was season seven, and I think that was season eight, which is probably let's be real, where they said to her, "Dorinda, we love the fact you're fucking mental, so can you just like up okay. it again?" <laughs> I'm a bit shocked that Ramona was the one that got her the job. Oh, was she? Yeah, it was Ramona that introduced her. 
Oh, well, I've been re-watching a lot of, like, old housewives during this quarantine stuff. And I've noticed how many times that these newer women are actually shown in the old ones as, like, background people. They're always at events and stuff. Like, Dorinda was at so many events. And then Denise Richards on Beverly Hills was at one of Rinna's jewellery parties. And I was like, oh, it's just it's obviously a circle of friends. So it kind of makes it feel a bit more true that they are a circle. It's just we don't see them until they become part of the show, which is nice. Um, So they said this weird thing where they said, in true British style, we're going to move seats. We're both British. I've never moved seats. (laughs) I have never moved seats. And if someone actually told me to move from my seat to another one, I'd probably tell them to fuck off because I've got comfortable. (laughs) It was just a bit weird. But the one thing that... I'm just going to have to get to it. Dorinda and Tinsley. Like, okay, go on. It, that really, <sighs> okay, really annoyed on. me that Dorinda did that. She was like, well, if you don't tell them, I'm going to have to tell them. It's none of their business, none of your business, who she's seen when she sees them. I agree. And I, and I know they want Tinsley to open up and blah, 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 like they always say. But, like, it was... She, she came in, didn't she? She said, I don't want to be aggressive. And I was like, okay, maybe this is the new Dorinda. She's, she's going to be calm. She's been seeing her coach and all that sort of stuff. And then she just was like, if you don't tell them, I'll tell them. I was like, that is what you call aggressive. You may not have swore. You may not have called her a bitch or something. But that whole statement was so rude. Yeah, I just think it was just, there was no need for how she came across. Like, that's for Tinsley to tell when she's ready to tell about. And obviously, it's, it's not that far from when they filmed it to when she got engaged. I think... Yeah, and I, I, I get Tinsley, obviously, for her. She is she was back with Scott, I'm sure, at that point, I can imagine, because that's why they went to Niagara Falls. But, you know, it's her choice if she wants to say anything, because maybe, because she openly admits, like, she thinks it's going to fuck up and it's not going to end well. So that's probably why she doesn't want to say anything, because she doesn't want it to be, like, not just jinxed, but also, like, putting that vibe out there that I tell everyone I'm back with him, and then actually I then have to tell everyone I'm, I'm not well, with yeah, him. Yeah, because I think as well she's not had a great response from the ladies when she said about going back with Scott. They've all kind of shot her down, so it's kind of yeah. like, well, don't say anything because they don't approve. Definitely. And then I think what was really, really rude in that whole situation was when they walked back to the table, and then Dorinda was like, Tinsley's got something yeah. to say. And I was like, oh, I was like, you, you, you're horrible. That was horrible. Yeah, my I eyes. didn't like it. I didn't like it. So um, not a fan of Dorinda this week, not going to lie. No, I did like Leah's moment though. She was like, do you know what? You do whatever you want. Tell him to fuck you and impregnate you and then it's done. <laughs> and if he doesn't want to do it, get over it. I was like, yes, Leah. <laughs> you bring the shit in the comments. <laughs> but yeah, Dorinda was not my favourite no. this week. Which saddens me because I actually like Dorinda sometimes. I like Dorinda. I like drunk Dorinda. <laughs> I keep wanting to do an impression but I feel like my impression is going to be really, so, really like, bad. John! Well, I'm getting that. No, just shut up. <laughs> yeah, shut up. Put, do you know she needs to let clip her own mouth. That's what clip. she needs to do. <laughs> clip. Um, but I wonder if she'll become nicer throughout the season. I don't have no, much hope. a shot of the hair. That's a shot of the patience. Oh, who said that? Was that? Oh, that was Robin in Real Housewives of Potomac, wasn't it? That was one of her, <laughs> her taglines. <laughs> the short of my hair, the short of my patience. And I was like, that's a bad tagline. Um, oh, I can't wait for that to come back as no, well. Exactly. That, that is to one come of the back. best. Oh, yeah, I understand why they made us delay till summer, but I cannot wait because I need to know what happens between Monique and Candice. Oh. And I need to have 
Uh, I feel like there's going to be a big thing on this podcast where we might have a divide. I really hope that we're both on the same. <laughs> we'll try. <laughs> but if not, it'll be fun. Cool. Okay, perfect. Right. Well, that wraps up this week. So thank you so much yeah, for listening. We'll see you next guys. week. Bye. See you next week. Bye. <laughs>